0: Hello everybody, and welcome to Lag Radio, your weekly dose of video game appreciation, chiptune idolatry, weekly giveaways, and so very much more. We have episode 11 this evening. We're going to be talking about a game very, very different from anything else that we've talked about so far on the show. We're going to be covering a racing game. We're going to be talking about not just any racing game, mind you, one of the most well-received ones, and uh, just hit its decade anniversary with a remaster, actually. We're going to be talking about Burnout Paradise. It's originally by Criterion Games and published by Electronic Arts in 2008. Uh, we're going to be getting into all that stuff, history, development, talking about its legacy, talking about, uh, well, obviously a lack of story, because it is a racing game and it doesn't even make any attempt at giving you a story. We're going to be talking about the gameplay, most importantly, because the game does a number of things different than what other racers are doing, especially at the time. It's kind of a trendsetter, very forward-thinking uh, oriented, so we with some of the gameplay elements so we'll talk about that and we'll of course discuss some of the soundtrack songs that we're going to be playing for you shortly which is a kind of a host of different pop punk and also like hard rock and some throwback sorts of style songs some of the songs of course we're not allowed to play here at KUCI because it's like Guns N' Roses ACDC that sort of thing not not within our, our KUCI philosophy but we will be playing stuff from artists that are a little bit lesser known definitely not household names so look forward to that. Later on, we will do a giveaway, as we do every single week. This week is really exciting. Actually, it's not even a regular sort of merch. Every week prior to this one, I've given out physical media. I've given out uh, stuff like patches and stuff like stickers and stuff like keychains and all other sorts of things. But this week we're going digital we're sending you a copy of a game in full for our 13th episode so two weeks from now we're going to be covering a new game and i'll be giving you the details on what game that is and how you can win it or actually i'll just tell you now how you can win just call in when i tell you to so wait for it wait for my word 949-824-5824-949-UCI-KUCI and you will be able to win a copy of our game that we'll be playing for week 13 but for now we're going to get into some of the music. Before we get into it, though, I'd like to introduce our special guest this evening.
1: Hi, I'm Orbelin, and I'm here to join uh, Chris. I've, I'm mostly because I I played Burnout, and uh, I kind of want to talk about this game. It's a really fun game that I grew up playing with, so I'm excited to to hear the soundtracks and talk about it a little bit
0: heck yeah dude sweet yeah it's, it's great to have you here especially because i have totally different sort of uh perception of it because i just picked it up like in the past week so yeah you have this long-standing history from from young adulthood probably and i've got like i don't know a couple weeks <laughs> so it'll be cool to talk about it so let's uh talk to orb a little bit later on that for now let's start off with a song from brand new an amazing amazing group i've loved for many many years They came out with an iconic album called uh, Devil and the God Are Raging Within Me. Something like that. Something similar to that. That song is called Archers uh, or The Archers' Bows Have Broken. So... Take a listen to this, let me know what you think, 949 824 949-UCI-KUCI. We have a host of different social media outlets you can follow us on as well. The Facebook page is facebook.com slash radio. It's also the name of our Twitter page, so at radio, you can find me there. Instagram is at dj double underscore marmar, so that's two underscores, dj double underscore marmar, m-a-r-m-a-r. And our Twitch is twitch.tv slash single underscore marmar. Now, when, again, I started streaming just this past week, we did Burnout Paradise a couple of nights, and then one of them I just kind of relaxed and played some Magic the Gathering online. Finally, we have our playlist page, where I post every single playlist with all the links to all the songs we've played, lagliferadio.kuci.org. And as of this week... It is fully updated. So, so happy about that. We're still working on the podcast part of it, exactly. I'm trying to get the uh, discussion portions from episodes 7 through le- or 10 uploaded. So look forward to that. But for playlists, at least, check out lagliferadio.kuci.org. All right. Without further ado, let's listen to Brand New and talk a little bit about Burnout Paradise. Thank you so much for listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar here with Orb, and we are Lag Radio. Hello everybody and welcome to Lag Radio. This evening we are talking about Burnout Paradise. Before we get into the history and development real quickly, just want to back announce, so last song that we listened to was one of my favorite bands from high school (laughs) back in the day, uh, Killswitch Engage. The song was called My Curse. It was originally off of the album The End of Heartache. It was kind of like the beginning, like the origins of what we now call metalcore, I think. It was kind of just like the first one to, to... blended in such a way so yeah love that one very much and then before that was an outstanding band that really never gets enough attention to them brand new the song was called the archers bows have broken it's off of the devil and god are raging inside me all right so we're talking burnout paradise this evening and we're going to talk about it from the beginning so it was developed originally for the playstation 3 the xbox 360 and also pc back in 2008 It was headed by director alex ward uh what system did you play on
1: I played it on PlayStation 3. PlayStation 3? Yeah.
0: And do you remember, like, back then, if the graphics were especially like, whoa, or was it like, oh, it was all right?
1: It was all right. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah.
0: More focus on the gameplay, probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I remember uh, when you would get, like, specific uh, camos and stuff and, like, different paint jobs, Mm -hmm. you could tell, like, the the graphics weren't that well. You know, sometimes they were, like, a little bit visible.
0: Sure, sure. That's fair. Um, It definitely was Influenced by open-world games. So that's one of the things that uh, Alex Ward cited was open-world games like Crackdown and Mercenaries, you, stuff from kind of like the 360, Xbox 360 era. Um, that was where he got a lot of inspiration from because he saw this as the future of gaming. This was a, a big thing um, to to be implementing. And, of course, like, they, they had done open-world games before. Game, Grand Theft Auto 3 came out in the PS2 era. You know, it had been done ages ago. But just... Combining the style of a different genre with the open world is what he wanted to do. And so um, he wanted to come at it from a position of like, if you and I were to play this game for a given three hours, the two of us are going to have completely different experiences. That's what he was going for. And uh, I mean, granted that you've got kind of the same things that you're going to be doing in the game in some ways, like you're going to do this race, you're going to do that stunt race you're going to do this marked man event and whatever the way in which you go about each of those races and the crazy wild variables that happen in each one of those races whatever car that you're driving makes such a huge impact too it's like yeah there are a lot of things that are going to probably happen that are different for you and me in those three hours so a big part of the game and probably one of the most fun things for for both of us in here was discovery and exploration so big big part of the game because it is an open world game you're given a race and you are supposed to go from start to the finish line. And since you're in a city, Paradise City is where it takes place, there is no track. You're just told, find your way there, whatever's the best route. And so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a huge part of the game that, of course, you're not going to find another other... Of other racing games and especially in that time um, but even now I think a lot of them are don't don't opt for the open world thing it's more they want the structure of alright well this is where I need to get to try and beat my record time and, or whatever that sort of thing so it was doing something different uh, did you ever play like Midnight Club?
1: I did I remember that was different in, in the way that Every single time you'd have to like take it left or right. There was like arrows guiding you. Yeah, yeah, and so that was one of the bigger differences that I saw from that. in yep. Midnight Club.
0: Midnight Club did that, and uh, I think one of the Need for Speeds may have as well, or maybe later on, possibly after Burnout Paradise came out. But I feel like they did an open world mm-hmm. sort of thing too, like an attempt at it. But Paradise, yeah, was was definitely wanting to do something different, and uh, they they succeeded, I think, and especially in their legacy and how they've in fact uh, affected games now. One of the things that also inspired Burnout Paradise and their open world thing is that they looked at the game Burnout Revenge. Now, did you play Revenge?
1: I didn't. I Actually, was one of those I didn't play. I played... The, the ones that went one, two, and three? Yeah. I played those, but I didn't play Burnout Revenge.
0: Same here. Same here. So I didn't exactly know about this, but apparently they had an online thing for Burnout Revenge. They had an online feature. And one of the things is when you're waiting for a match to start, there's something called the Free Burn Lobby. And so everyone would just be free to just drive mm. while other people were joining the game and that's kind of also where they got the inspiration from because they saw that people were spending like as much as five times the amount of time just in this free burn mm. lobby than in actually playing races so they said okay let's try and expand on that because that seems pretty popular <laughs> i like that a lot that's pretty cool um yeah so 2000 oh is 2012's uh need for speed most wanted took a Mm, lot of those elements so like four years later need for speed caught on which is also published by the same company too electronic arts also does need for speed so yeah most wanted took a lot of the elements while also instead of using so burnout paradise they have their own cars like they've got their own make and models Mm -hmm. and all that you've got like the nakamura something or other you've got the yeah the reliable custom there's the name of one of the cars that sort of thing but with need for speed series they decided to use licensed cars instead Mm -hmm. of the unique Mm -hmm. designs. so uh it's a different it's a different sort of thing i think when when you're using when you're using licensed cars it's like oh dang i'm in like a like a lambo this is sweet and then at the same time there's some really crazy stuff that they can do with some of the unique like burnout paradises Mm -hmm. yeah sort of thing uh i think one of the things that they wanted to try for when making this game is that they wanted to have consistently enjoyable moments while doing just like inconsequential things so like you're just you're just racing you're not doing it's not like a high intensity if you lose this you're not going to be pinged for anything Mm -hmm. it's just kind of low relaxed but also at the same time you've got this crazy amount of hype like you're going so (laughs) fast right like especially depending on the car that you're driving some of them are just like what the heck how can you drive that mm-hmm. fast and some of the turns are just <laughs> insane <sighs> one of the things i learned from most recently i was driving uh instead of like one of the starter cars because i was pretty uh, happy with one of the starter yeah. cars it was like this um almost like an el camino or something yeah like, yeah
1: yeah. i know what you're talking about the yeah hunter, yeah i think it's the hunter it's, i think it's it was the, the hunter
0: yeah it's, yeah the brand
1: is the hunter i just forget what it was called
0: yeah yeah Dang, you got a good memory. <laughs> 10 yeah, years ago,
1: dude. It's, it's a muscle car, I think.
0: Yeah, it was like yeah. a muscly sort of thing and it had some heft to it. Like you could mm-hmm. feel this thing could like take a beating. But then I switched to one of the Nakamura cars and it was just like this little like rice burner style <laughs> thing like it, was light. it is fast as a hell, but yeah. like the moment that you graze like the middle like the railing in oh, the middle, it's just you're done. Yeah, just, I've seen you're gone. That, you know. gone. <laughs> so, I don't know. It had some decent handling, but at the same time just I can't take a beating, so...
1: You know, something that stood out to me was how you pointed out the how easy it is to play this game. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that captured me the most about the game and, and why I bought it and remastered again was because I could spend... Like, maybe... Uh, sometimes I sleep really late. You know, I'll, I'll be up around midnight or something. And one of the things that I can do... Is play burnout and and sort of like you know get tired you know and, and want to fall asleep because I don't want to because when it's that late and I want to fall asleep and I can't I don't want to have to play like Call of Duty or something until I get bored. That's still somewhat intense, you know? Yeah. But burnout is one of those things that's so relaxing that you can do and and just have fun and still make progress, I think. Yeah. That was one of the things that was, like, that that stood out to me the most about that game. That's that's, that's something that stood out to me so much.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. And I like that, um, kind of just tagging along with that, it's that there's this this relaxed thing you've got so much that you can do with the races and all that mm-hmm. but the way that they design it I maybe we're getting a little ahead by talking about gameplay a little but one of the things that I noticed was as soon as you're done with a race even like win or lose when you're done with it where it drops you off after oh, that race yeah. it's like there's another stoplight yeah, right there and right. you just jump right in the you, neck yeah, and you this, chain it yeah, right. and that's that's how you design a good game you you <laughs> just chain these things these events together that people are just like oh man i want i bet i could play another uh-huh. one or oh man i lost i got to redeem <laughs> myself like this is it it's just right there right you don't have to really work hard unless it drops you like in the boonies Mm -hmm. of the map like there's the area with the wind farm and there's an area with like a country club and stuff yeah over there there's not as many events but uh yeah still love the way that they designed that so uh we're going to continue talking about the history and development in just a little bit if you want to call in 949-824-5824 949-UCI-KUCI later on we're going to be doing a giveaway so make sure you take down that number if you don't already have it down but you should because you're probably a fan of KUCI, as we all are here, we're going to be doing a giveaway for a full copy of the game for episode 13. So in two weeks' time, you're going to be able to get a copy of the game two weeks in advance, so you get plenty of time with it. I'm not going to tell you what it is quite yet, but if you want to find out ahead of time, facebook.com slash lagliferadio has an update with that reveal. So go and check out facebook.com slash lagliferadio. And without further ado... Let's get back into music we're gonna listen to such a classic one army of me's going through changes you probably have heard this one i didn't recognize it by the name but man you listen oh you're gonna like the chorus it's a good time so <laughs> <See>, you know. <laughs> I know i know <laughs> you yeah. know all right so here we go army of me hope you enjoy thank you for listening to kci 88.9 fm at irvine this is marmar here with orb and lag radio Good evening everyone. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar here with Orb, and we are lag radio. We just got done listening to a three-song set to continue on the evening discussing Burnout Paradise. Most recently was Swerve Driver with Duel off of Mezcal Head. Before that one was Sausen off of their self-titled with Collapse. And all the way at to the top was Army of Me with Going Through Changes off of the album Citizen. All right, we are still discussing the history and development a little bit, some of the, the stuff that they were working on to make the game as good as it was. So Burnout Paradise, again, from 2008, from Criterion Games' uh, racing game, interestingly enough. So very different from what we've discussed so far this quarter. There was a simple and fun vision for this series, something um, that they wanted to in kind of put into the, the industry because the way that I see it, You've got the Need for Speed series, which had, like, customization. You had Gran Turismo, which is the hyper-realistic customization sort of thing. Like, if you want to be a mechanic, or you are a mechanic, and you also want to drive really nice cars, Gran Turismo is your stop. And then there's the arcade sort of style of racer, which started to kind of die out at some point. N64 had some really good ones, but I think it became less and less popular. And I forget if Forza was around at this point. But Forza also is kind of in there where it's it takes itself seriously, but it's also a little bit arcade style. So Burnout continued to be, like, the legacy of arcade-style racers, which by arcade-style I mean a game where you pick up a car, you're not doing anything to customize it besides maybe changing its color, you're having a short race, very high intensity, uh, very exciting, and then it's done. And that's it. There's no, like, repercussions, there's no currency that you lost you're not betting money that sort of thing um it's just very casual very relaxed and very fun so they wanted to evolve it for the for the uh for the game industry that was kind of moving towards the open world style now one of the things that was becoming very popular in games at the time is building a social aspect some sort of multiplayer and that was built into the game now did you play multiplayer
1: i did okay uh, how was it free burn online or what do you mean, on, on the PS2 or PS3, is that what you mean?
0: Yeah, for, for Paradise, oh. is like PS3 era.
1: Yeah, PS3, yeah, I did. Um, I played Free Burn Online Okay. On Burnout Paradise. It was fun. Um, one of the things that you pointed out earlier in the show, the Free Burn sort of like just chilling and the lobby. free roaming in the lobby, mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the, the bigger things that happened um, in the Free Burn Online. But um, occasionally I would find lobbies that were hosting races and stunt races and stuff like that. So that was fun. Um, but mostly people just went there to, like, do stunts or, like, go to, like, this hangar area where there's, like, a bunch of ramps that just do tricks. Sweet. Yeah.
0: Just kind of relaxed. Uh, yeah,
1: just kind of relaxed and Chill sort of thing. That's yeah. pretty
0: neat. Um, so you could talk to people, like, over mic with this yeah, one? Okay. you could okay. talk See, that's the thing that I feel like has kind of changed over the time. Like, I don't know, if, did you play Halo back in the day?
1: I didn't. I didn't have an Xbox.
0: Okay, so Halo 2 and 3 era is where you'd have the teams and they could talk over mic to each other. And you were talking so much smack. Like, (laughs) I have never heard so many expletives in a single course of 20 minutes or so game. Like, my goodness, these people. Mm. And they were not just adults. They were plenty of children, too. It's kind of just like what you come to expect after a while. But I think at a point, people stopped, like, communicating over microphone when it comes to playing games. Mm. I think there's still some that do it. Like, you have to talk over mic to be good at... Mm. Overwatch or something, but you don't have to necessarily speak, and I think people just don't feel as inclined. Sometimes they don't have mics or, or whatever. So I don't know. I think it's it started to kind of die out. So that's cool that you could kind of just like chat with people. No, yeah, people. and
1: I think there was there's nothing else to do other than just like chat and and do stunts and like race and stuff. So the, I think that's what made it sort of like conducive to chatting or whatever and nice. to wanting to connect with people. Yeah,
0: sweet. So with doing this though, with having this very different kind of game, it uh you know with these different ideas that not a lot of other racing games were doing it became difficult for the uh developer for Criterion Games to pitch this to to EA EA was kind of like uh eh, Burnout hasn't really done that great sales-wise for a while uh certainly less as less well than Need for the Speed series has been doing so Ward uh the director Alex Ward had to had to try a little harder to get to get Burnout Paradise greenlit so He was able to get a bunch of people interested in the game ahead of time just by kind of discussing what his idea was and getting people on board via advertising. So when it went on sale, it shipped over a million copies in the first three months alone, which is wild. That's tons. Like, I mean, yeah, you'll see some games, Grand Theft Auto 5 or Call of Duty that have just these massive numbers after just one or two days. But besides that, a lot of games do not start or continue to sell games that much. And that's, it, was, it was a pretty big deal. So, uh, clearly it was a success. But looking back now, Ward does see, uh, has cited in some interviews and stuff, that he still sees many flaws with the original game. There were areas that didn't really quite work out for him. There are features that he wanted to include, but he couldn't. But overall, he still views the product as something that was forward-thinking, something that it's ahead of its time, and something that's left uh, a pretty good, lasting legacy. So... Uh, one of the interesting little factoids that I saw was about after a week f- after launch, 90% of the players, because they were monitoring like what everyone was doing, 90% of players hadn't even touched the races in the game. Like everyone was just opting around to explore the city and hang out in Freeburn and stuff.
1: That's so. Cool. That's so
0: neat, right? Yeah. Like you can put all this effort into making all these different events and things for people to do, but you just you really never have complete idea of what people are going to be really hooked on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is this is Burnout Paradise, very very different sort of racing game, especially for its time, and still very very fun to play. <laughs> so we are going to uh, jump into a couple more songs before we talk about the gameplay section, some of the stuff that you can do in the game, so the meat of it, really. But if you want to call in 949-824-5824, 949-UCI-KUCI, of course, found on the web as well at lagradio.kuci.org for all of our playlists, past, present, and future. Also, the social media sites, facebook.com slash radio twitter.com slash radio The Instagram is at Marmar, and our Twitch account is single underscore marmar. And I'll be streaming this coming week. Uh, I won't be streaming the next game that we'll be playing for next week's show, but I will be streaming some magic online. So if you happen to be a fan of magic or if you really want to desperately hear my voice some more, talking about my decisions and seeing me play, because I also have a camera, then you're welcome to join me Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays from 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, without further ado, let's get back into the music. Next one is going to be The Pigeon Detectives with I'm Not Sorry. Hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar here with Orb, and we are Lag Radio. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar here with Orb and Lag Radio. We just got done listening to Curly with the song Creepshow. Curly spelled K-E-R-L-I. She is an Estonian singer Uh, she's known for doing some songs with Seven Lines, a really good dubstep artist, and, uh, she also was recently featured on another EDM track. I feel like it may have been with Zed or some other pretty big name, big name, big name fella. So, uh, pretty cool, but this was something from way, way, way back in the day, very, very different from her stuff from EDM genres. Before that one was The Pigeon Detectives with I'm Not Sorry off the album Wait For Me. And now we discuss Burnout. Yes, Burnout Paradise is the one that we're discussing this evening. If you're just joining us, welcome. We've talked about the history and development of the game, kind of the uh, philosophies behind their decisions and why it is the way it is. So now we'll talk about the story, or lack thereof, because there was absolutely no story. There's no... There's nothing. In a racing game, typically you've got no story. You've got like a mission to get certain races, like certain levels of races out of the way. You try and achieve certain license ratings. License in this, there is a license, but you get it just by completing events that aren't really any more difficult than the last, I think, a lot of the time. I don't know if Mm -hmm. the the difficulty really ramps up, except depending on maybe what car you're using, perhaps. But um, yeah, so you just have to complete more and more events. So there's no story. It is an arcade-style racing game. Anything goes. And this is Paradise City. Here's your sandbox. Do whatever you like at your own pace, but enjoy the ride. That sort of thing. You do unlock more cars, though. The more races that you complete, the more you level up your driver's license. So, there is that. But the gameplay. Ooh, the gameplay. So... Let's start. First off, you've got a lot of different events, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, you're plopped into this Paradise City. There's a stra- sprawling sort of downtown area. There's a part out, out in the boonies that's like the wind farm and the ranch and stuff, the country club that you can go to. Uh, but the thing that you're probably going to be doing besides exploring and discovering is races. Mm-hmm. So there are races. There is races for uh, groups, and then there's also the mano mano sort of races at some point. Sometimes you'll see. So you got to get from point A to point B as fast as you can, but it's not just who races the fastest through like this downtown area and there's all these different small little cars. No, there's a way that you can drive faster than your opponent and you get that boost how? Burnout series. How do you get a boost in the burnout series?
1: uh burnouts you, b- yeah.
0: you beat the crap out of the cars like you just oh yeah, take down yeah. take downs man. Too, yeah. and burnout. Yeah, yeah. Burn yeah, yeah. Burn yeah all that stuff drifting that'll get you boosts like doing anything while driving, driving on the other on side, the side of the lane. road yeah, i right. love that yeah just the longer that you drive the more and more it builds mm. up and hey you might be going gliding head-on with another npc but if you're a good enough driver then you're going to be rewarded so yeah there's a lot of ways to go faster in the game and uh being more risky more daring mm-hmm. will reward you So there are the races. Uh, And, again, discovery and exploration beforehand will pay off because you start to discover some shortcuts. Like Mm -hmm. there's uh, ramps. There's areas that are blocked off by, like, yellow signs and fences. Yeah, Yeah, thank you, fences. So those sort of things. that's also a collectible, interestingly enough. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right? So the more... I think there's 400 400. Mm -hmm. smashes, which is wild. There's a lot of different shortcuts (laughs) and things. So, yeah, pays off. Uh, So there's the races. But my favorite... Probably my favorite of them all is Road Rage. Oh, man. So this is where you're given a period of time. I think it's about two minutes. And you have to take down enemies. Yeah.
1: And I think it it keeps increasing as you keep doing Road Rages. So it gets difficult and more difficult with the time frame. You have to take out more and more cars.
0: Yep, yep. Most recently I had to take out nine, I think, which I'm luckily pretty decent at this like this is the thing that i'm good at so and the only thing probably that i'm good at but it's something but like i ended my my two minutes because also when you take down the first nine at least or whatever them the amount is you also get like 10 seconds added to your time mm-hmm. each time but after you take out and you hit your cap then you can continue racing until the end of the time period um I was able to take out twenty eight <laughs> I was just like <laughs> boom boom boom, <laughs> I did learn if you take out five in a row, it's a frenzy. If you take out ten in a row and anything after that, it's a rampage. Mm-hmm. I was rampaging pretty hard, so yeah, road rage is super fun. oh, it's so good, just like and there's so many different ways in which you can take out cars too, like mm-hmm. the takedowns these and I kept learning there's more and more like, like over the course of five hours, I was like or six hours I was playing. Like yeah, over the course of five hours, I was like, or six hours I was playing, it was just, oh, okay, yeah, it's a normal takedown. Mm-hmm. Grinding takedown. T-bone oh, takedown. T-bone takedown. Found out about that. Vertical takedown was oh, it one I just found yeah, out about. Just landing on top of a freaking car is just, oh, wham, <laughs> It's so satisfying though these mm-hmm. crashes too it slows down, and it like you can just see this is one of the cool things too the way that their their physics engine and all that works is that the cars like deform and they compress around whatever object that they hit, so if you like smash against a particular angle of like a center divider like your car is just crunching in just the right mm-hmm. realistic way, it looks authentic it looks it looks like a genuine crash it's so so good and satisfying and the sounds and everything too. So there's Road Rage. Stunt Run. Want to talk about Stunt Run?
1: Oh, man, those are hard. Yeah. Yeah, those are really hard. I think this is where the roaming comes in. You try and look for, like, little spots. There's spots around the map where there's, like, a lot of ramps and high jumps. And Stunt Run is, are usually ones where you have to earn up score by doing jumps, by doing flips, by doing uh, barrel rolls. Anything that you can do that's, you know, sort of considered a jump or a stunt that will get you score. And the bigger the stunt, the more score you're going to get. So right. you want to have these large jumps. Um, but those are sometimes hard because where those stunt runs are, you you begin at. Sometimes it's like in the middle of nowhere, and you gotta find your spot where you like to go do jumps. And by then, you know you're you're running out of time. You're still on a time limit, so I think that's what what, what was the hardest about the stunt runs. Um, and if you want to do them in the inner city, like it's a little bit harder too, just because there's cars all over the street and you're doing these giant jumps. Or you're trying to build up speed to make a big jump. But yeah, at least that's what my experience was from the stunt run.
0: Yeah, it's it's a challenging. It was it was really tough for me. There were times where I just suddenly like, oh, I happen to have enough points because mm-hmm. you go through like billboards and they give you a oh, yeah, that's right, So that yeah. helps if you can find those, of course. But if you can't find those, you're kind of boned. Like mm-hmm. oh, you're going to be getting some points by drifting around using your boost. Uh, but otherwise, you really need those multipliers to hit some of those scores because like, I think to begin with, they start to ask you for like 10,000 points mm-hmm. or something. But when I stopped playing last night, it was like 50,000 points. Oh God. Holy crap. How are you supposed to get that in two minutes? What is this? So, yeah, it's... Stunt run is tricky. Huh. But uh, I, I do really like it because it forces you to think of the the tracks or quote-unquote tracks in a different way. You're mm-hmm. trying to look for those jumps. Also of note, though, mentioned like barrel rolls and stuff. You do have to land those. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> I true, did learn yeah. that when I was playing. I was like, oh, this is really <laughs> cool. Crash. All right, combo over. Oh, yeah, I see. So, don't have too much fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Be good at it still. There are uh, Marked Man events. Oh, yeah. I liked these ones. Those are fun. These ones are fun because you are the Marked Man. You are the Marked Car that is going to be racing around. You have to still get to point B from point A, but instead of racing your opponents, instead, they're trying to kill you.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're trying trying to to straight up murder
0: you. So... That is uh really interesting, a different dynamic because you cannot use like those little rinky dink like rice burner sorts oh, that I was talking no. about you some get heavy ruined. cars,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> the ones that are chasing you are massive cars, It's like really heavy muscle cars built for taking down, yeah, and that's what I think that's what I learned uh, when when I first started playing the games is if you play with a car that's you know sort of uh light uh sort of like a racing car that's not meant for this kind of stuff. You're going to lose pretty quickly if you get taken down often, um, usually about two, three times if you get taken down, whereas if you were using a muscle car, you have, like, affordability to get taken down a bit, Yeah, you know?
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, <coughs> they also look very intimidating, too. Like, the cars you're racing against now, are quote-unquote racing, they're not colored like you anymore. They're just like matte Matt black. black yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> scary stuff <laughs> so fun though Mark man really really good i had some challenging parts i was just like all right i gotta use a heavier car for this mm-hmm. one and even still they would just like no they're very Dude, aggressive yeah. they will take you out so uh and then the last one that i could think of at least i don't think i was missing much else but the burning roots so mm. you are able to unlock certain things uh, unlock uh, special versions of your car, That's if true. I recall. So there are certain burning routes that'll be like, this is the burning route specifically for the Reliable Custom, and so you have to get that car first, and you have to drive all the way there. Kind of, it was a little bit like, oh man, I wish really st- I wish that there was a way you could just quickly change out your car, mm-hmm. because then it's like, oh, I came across this burning route. All right, let me switch up real quick, and then I can enter it instead of having to drive like all the way back to the junkyard. And then all the way back, it was a little bit eh, kind of, but, um, the burning road is still fine. You have to just take down a certain course in a certain amount of time, like a, like a, not a ghost attack, but time trial. Yeah. Time trial. There you go. Thank you. So yeah, burning road was a fine, fine inclusion to, to put in there. So interestingly, another part of the gameplay is advertisements. (laughs) <laughs> interesting, uh-huh. right? This is something that I don't think a lot of games at the time were doing. Uh you drive around and you'll see ads for Vizio, like mm-hmm. TVs, uh Nvidia, like the graphics oh, cards, yeah, Nvidia true. was there, Burger King. I've seen those. And now this one was interesting to me. I had no idea about cuz I didn't play the 360 version, but the 360 version there were ads for barack obama what yes for real no for way. his campaign because it was 2008 like it was just around that time for what? his for, yeah so he was the first president to ever take out in-game advertisements.
1: that's so crazy <laughs> right
0: <laughs> only on the 360 though so ps4 and uh, or ps3 oh. and pc didn't get that um so yeah ads like that's a that's a trend setting sort of thing that's nowadays so cool. in some games you'll still see like real time ads people Mm -hmm. will will, or companies will pay the developers to like put up their ads in certain games so yeah you'll still see that um what else were there oh there were bikes later added to the game
1: yes true yes motorcycles now I I didn't play
0: any motorcycle races or anything but what did you think
1: um I feel like they were underwhelming uh really yeah compared to some of the cars that you get in the story like just leveling up and doing events Mm -hmm. the bikes is slow like it's definitely slower really yeah and like well, um you know I'm used to uh some of like the fastest cars on, in the game and then when you make a switch to the bike they're not that fast you know there's some of them are like underwhelming or at least from my experience uh I, I know you had to download it on the ps3 but on the ps4 they came in um with like everything else that you got in the game sure uh but yeah like uh when I downloaded it on the on the PlayStation 3 when I first tried them out I was like these are so lame. Like, I was Aww, like, I don't think I'll ever touch these motorcycles again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was fun. Like, it was the first time in the game that you get to see your character, like, right. like the body. The body. Like, you've never seen it um, before in the game. You see, like, the head, like, little shadows of a, of a head inside the car that you drive usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first time I saw, like, a body in that game. And I was sure. like, whoa, this is so weird. Um, other than that, though, I feel like the bikes... Uh, it was different. Like, there was... I think they, were, they didn't have burning roots. Uh, I don't remember if they had burning roots. I think there was just three different bikes that you got.
0: I think they added them later on. I think oh, they, were, okay. they called them something else, but they were still kind of the same concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Later on, though.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't touch them too often. But okay.
0: Yeah. Do you recall, like... When you got taken down, or someone else got taken down, does the
1: body go flying? Actually, no, I didn't see. Oh, I, d- 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 oh man, I'm I really—that's something
0: that I feel like could be fun to watch. Mm. Like, I would like to see just the body just <laughs> whoo, just Superman into the air. That'd be pretty good. Um, yeah, but I personally didn't play it, so I can't really attest mm-hmm. to it. But that's too bad. That's
1: yeah.
0: <sighs> dang, I'd figure that bikes would be pretty dang fast though.
1: They're all right. I mean, like. What I remember is I think I would compare their speed to like the Nakamura.
0: Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah.
1: That's that's as fast as I think they would go. And yeah. It was a little bit... That's why I thought it was over, underwhelming. Sure. And they don't have like a turbo, so to speak. Kind of. Oh. just It kind of just goes. That was hmm. weird. Um, Like their max speed. Um And I might be wrong about that, but I think that's what I remember it being because I don't remember going too fast on a bike. That's
0: too but, bad. Yeah. Dang. Well... Don't test the bikes, but you should be testing the cars, though. As, like we mentioned, some of them are definitely going to be better for certain events. Mm -hmm. Like we said, the heavier, more aggressive ones are for Marked Man. So you can technically probably do bikes on on some of the missions, but cars are probably going to be your best bet. Uh, And finally, something that I did learn about that I personally didn't get to play around with was an eight-player multiplayer that they added on later on. Uh, at home, at home, like yeah, a local eight-player, yeah. uh-huh. past the gamepad sort of. I remember that? What the heck? Did you play it?
1: I didn't, but I remember the deals. The, the idea behind it was uh, people were nostalgic behind like the, the original Burnout Three sort mm. of thing, where like you would drive a car and see how much mess you could make in one. Oh go, right, yeah, or, like Showtime uh, or yeah, whatever yeah, like does. Showtime. And so <sighs> the idea behind that's the idea behind the DLC He's like, hey, we understand that it's one. It's like one player online and one player single player we're bringing back the multiplayer and that's like the pass the controller around sort of thing see who can make the best mess who can make the the highest jump or something like that I forget but that's what the idea was behind it it was like a little bit nostalgic behind the the legacy of Burnout Um, heck
0: yeah. yeah that's great yeah that's for those of you who haven't played the Burnout series before that was one of the the things about the first games really was that your point in some of the the certain missions and stuff that you do is just you are given like this car start at the starting point and there's an intersection or something Mm -hmm. and there's just like all these cars there and you have to make the biggest most crazy mess like just destroy everything make things (laughs) explode like all the street signs got to be taken out it's just this it's great it's like Mm -hmm. the train wreck that just keeps on giving so, yeah, it's that's cool that they were able to add that in yeah. later. Oh, so neat. All right, so we've discussed now the gameplay. Do you have anything else
1: you want to touch yeah, on? Yeah, I think one of the things that, I don't know, are we talking about, like, sort of flaws yet, or are we going to save that a little bit later?
0: Let's save it for a little okay. bit. Yeah, let's talk about some of our final f- closing thoughts in a little bit. Uh,
1: well, I, I will I will say one of the things that I think you forgot to mention were the oh. the road rules. And the show, in the showtimes. Oh oh yeah, road
0: rules. That's true.
1: So sometimes you would pull up to a street, like the name, and you would try to beat the time um, that was on, like you'd try to get through that street as fast as possible. Right. Yeah. And so I think there was like incentive behind road rules at showtimes. It was like a car if you beat all the road rules in all the showtimes.
0: That's right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't focus too much on that when I was mm-hmm. playing. So that's probably why I didn't yeah. remember to touch on that. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there's certain points where you pull up to a stoplight and you'll see someone's like actual username mm-hmm. or handle or whatever um, pop up on the top screen, and then a, a timer starts, and it's like, oh dang! All right. Well, let's see if I can beat this person's mm-hmm. like uh, record. And, yeah, I think I was also playing offline. So Yeah, it, so offline they have some. They still have You some. can beat,
1: and online, I don't think you get anything for online. But offline, mm. that's where you get the car, yeah. Sweet. You yeah. Dude, cool.
0: that's a neat inclusion, too. Just uh-huh. another thing, like, you're not even starting a particular event, but there's an event going on mm-hmm. anyway. So, like, yeah, they know how to keep you in it, which is pretty <laughs> sweet. All right, so let's get back into the last few songs uh, for the Burnout Paradise episode. We're going to listen to Inner Party System next with Heart of Fire. And then a little bit after that, we're going to listen to Airborne. It sounds very much like a like a GNR, ACDC sort of sound with the song Too Much, Too Young, Too Fast. If you want to call in at 949-824-5824, 949-UCI-KUCI is the number. We're going to be doing a giveaway later on for the game of next, next week, episode 13. If you haven't already, facebook.com slash lagliferadio, you can see what game it is we're going to be giving away before I even announce it on air. Very cool. All right, without further ado, let's get back into the music. Again, thank you for listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We are Lag Radio. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Marmar here with Orb, and we are Lag Radio. We're finishing up our discussion on Burnout Paradise. We are done with the gameplay and the history and the lack of story, and now we're just going to talk a little bit about the soundtrack and about some of our closing thoughts. So, the soundtrack... Tons of licensed tracks in there. There's also some originals from the Burnout 1, 2, 3, and uh, there's also some classical music in there, too. Yeah. Like, I learned that later on. Like, what the heck is Bach doing? <laughs> on Like, I didn't see that coming. So, um, with it, regards to the license track, I think that some of them, honestly, are a little hit or miss. I had some difficulty picking out the ones that I liked uh, for this week's soundtrack to the show so i think some of them are pretty spot on they're really good and hype you up for the races and other ones just kind of feel a little bit more generic than others and then there's also ever levine
1: oh yeah she's in that what the
0: heck is i don't (laughs) want to be your no hey hey you you i don't want to be your girlfriend why would you do that (laughs) i don't know what what was up with that i totally forgot
1: about that yeah
0: for real. Now, of course, there's, like I said, Guns N' Roses, Paradise City is the uh, opening song, it's, so it's going to be played the most. And there's some uh, other stuff in there, too, that's pretty well known. But, yeah, I don't know. So, all in all, I was pretty happy with it, uh, the soundtrack, that is. But uh, I kind of felt myself skipping over certain less exciting mm. tracks that were just like, ah, this is not what I'm feeling. So, what do you think, generally? Any standouts for you?
1: No, I, th- I think uh, I like some a lot of the rock ones. You know, like I like to see their one. I like the... Um, uh, and to changes, the changes one. Yeah, yeah, that one was good. Uh, I remember Rusty Cage as well. Yep. Yeah, that one was good. Um, and I kept some of like the classical stuff just because. Um, I like I said, I like to play it at at midnight, and I don't really like to listen to anything that was too upbeat. Um, and then I think we were talking about this earlier off mm-hmm. off air, but they introduced the feature where you can play your own music off your own playlists on your device. And after that, I kind of just built my own playlist and started playing my own stuff. Heck, yeah. Yeah.
0: So what did you pick to listen to from your own playlist?
1: <laughs> it was mostly, like, rap music, you know? So, yeah. like Sort of like that, uh, what's it called? One of the things that I missed was that Midnight Club sort of vibe. Heck, yeah. There was a lot of, like, you know, good stuff going on. And they didn't have that in, in, in Burnout Paradise. But it, it's understandable. It was, like, def, diff, definitely, like, a change of scene. Because uh, Midnight Club's at night, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so Gun- uh, Paradise Cities. Definitely, like, sunny, you know, and the weather doesn't change too often. Uh, And so Guns N' Roses Paradise City sort of, like, pairs really well with the sunny sort of, like, yeah, scene. Um, But, yeah, I, I included some of that stuff, rap music and stuff, yeah.
0: Sweet. Oh man, it just makes me want to get back to playing midnight club too. (laughs) Like I remember, because you can like drive on your side and crap in there, right? Like to get through traffic, like "Er, just what the heck is that? (laughs) You can't do. There's some crazy things. Or there was one where you could do a boost that just like you fly through. Like if there are any cars in front of you, they just just, like blow off to the side.
1: I remember that. (laughs) It's just wild. Crazy mechanics. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Love that game too. Great. Great. Great one. All right. So let's talk about a little bit about our closing thoughts. If you want to start off. So what do you think?
1: Yeah. I mean. I, I like Paradise City it's a good it's a really fun game I love it and I keep playing it all the time um, but I, I will say that in the original one of the things that after I finished up the, the story or like getting my final license and I maxed out everything I got all the unlockables um there were still some things that I couldn't unlock like uh, you know like the road rules or the show times it was just a lot like so many road rules and so many show times it got overwhelming so it was a great it was a great uh, game to begin with uh, but then, like sometimes the content is a little bit like, or maybe it's just too much unlockable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I barely managed to do those yellow gates, crash them. Uh, Four hundred of those. Four hundred. Oh man, that's a Dude, challenge. You
0: are a completionist, like yeah. Holy crap!
1: I-, I went for that one, and I went for the billboards too. The the, Dang. the billboards, but yeah. The after that, I was like, I can't do show, I can't do show rules or uh, road rules or show times. Um, and then I spoke about this off air too, but like. Uh, they added DLCs afterward. They started adding downloadable content and it was good. It was fun. I mean, we mentioned the eight player multiplayer. Yep. Um, but they also added like different cars and different game modes. Um, and that's kind of where like, uh, I got a little bit like, you know, iffy about the DLC because, um, there wasn't too much effort in trying to balance the cars, you know? Mm. Um, so there was the legendary car pack, which was probably the one that was most bought. Um, and that's where, like, they had the best cars that you could have in the game. Um, and you had to buy those. Like, you had to purchase it. Which sort of makes sense because it was EA or whatever, you know? Hey, trying to money. make money. Uh, but, yeah, um, you were literally paying to win if you are trying to get the best car. Um, and even, like, if you hadn't finished uh, the entire story or whatever, you can use those best cars to finish it up for you. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And so, like, you could use those offline and you could do all the races, all the stunts and all the, uh, the markments and everything with those really powerful cars that you could get. Instead of unlocking the, st- the ones you would get by mm. leveling up. So, it took a little challenge out of the game itself. Um, and when it came to, like, playing online, if you didn't have those, you weren't, like, you weren't in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you kind of had to have those kind of stuff. But it was good. Like, I liked it. nevertheless, like, in the remastered version, everybody gets everything. So, like, everybody gets all the cars And any of the content that they didn't want to add, they just don't, no one has it. So, in the remastered version, it's a lot more balanced. And I think uh, it's... Since everybody has it, it's more uh, even in playing field. So I like it. Good. Um, yeah. How about you? Any thoughts? That it, was-
0: it is such a blast to just go through this game and and play it casually for a couple hours, just relax and and do your races um, and do your stunts and do your your tricks and just mm-hmm. some. There were okay. One of my one of my flaws, I would say, in the game. Well, maybe not flaws, but just I found myself sometimes. I'm bad, man. I'm not that great at driving sometimes, and it got frustrating sometimes. Where you would just keep crashing for like what seems like the most negligible of reasons. Like you barely tapped this <laughs> dude, and suddenly just there's yeah. the slow mo. Like, ah, oh man, again, I was in first, and now <laughs> I'm in sixth. No. Or there was there was numerous times where I was looking very closely, very intently at the mini map, and I was like, okay, I, I know I've been here before. I recognize. And you accidentally make the wrong turn. And man, you screw yourself hard when you make the wrong turn. You, where you're supposed to go, keep going straight on like a street, and instead you accidentally take a freeway. (laughs) And what are you going to do? You got to just do a complete Uh UE, and if you're doing the wrong car, One of the cards I was using was the Reliable Custom because it was very heavy. Um, The drift on that thing, trying to turn in that, hell no, that ain't (laughs) happening. (laughs) So, yeah, I found myself a little frustrated at times. But uh, generally, no, I love all of the events. I thought it was Mm. fun. I would have liked to have played it online back in the day. Uh, Again, I didn't play the remaster, so I imagine the remaster has the online right Mm -hmm. now. So that is something awesome open to you as a listener if you haven't played it ever before or you want to get into the remaster because i'm sure it looks immensely gorgeous even compared to the original which is pretty decent too i thought um yeah i mean i played on pc so you've got a little more to work with than a ps3 or 360 Mm -hmm. but yeah overall i love this game i thought it was super fun and and brought me back to my good old days of burnout 3 and and all that burnout revenge so Alright, so that finishes up our talk about burnout, but don't forget you can check out all of our episodes, previous and future, on the website, lagradio.kuci.org I'm still working on putting up all of the podcasts, but at least the playlists are on there, so you can check out all of the playlists and links to all the songs we've played ever. So, check that out at your leisure. We're going to say goodbye to Orb now, though. Oh, man.
1: Thank I enjoyed you. Thank you for having me, man. This is fun. Yeah. I got to reminisce about Burnout Paradise Thanks a lot uh, Thanks for having me Yeah I got nothing else To say about anything
0: Yeah so. I mean we're gonna Have you on in the future For sure right Yeah for sure Good 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 good. Yes thank you so much For joining us this evening uh, We will be talking about well, not a whole lot left, actually. We're going to be playing some some chiptune music, and uh, we are going to be doing our giveaway, though. So if you want to call in right now, I will allow you to call in. So 949-824-5824, 949-UCI-KUCI. You will win a free copy of our game from week 13. So two weeks from now, our episode 13 will be covering Stardew Valley. You can get a copy of Stardew Valley for free. If you call in 949-UCI-KUCI, Nine Nine, I will send it to you a digital copy via Steam if you prefer that. GOG.com, uh, which is, I forget what it stands for. It's a DRM free sort of thing. So you can just download the, the program for your PC instead of using it through Steam. You can also get it on the Switch. Digitally, if you'd like, I'll send you a Switch download copy or PS Vita, PlayStation Vita download copy of your choosing. So call in now, 949-UCI-KUCI, and Stardew Valley is yours. All right, without further ado, let's get into that music once more. We're going to listen to Antler, but it starts with the number four instead of A. Antler with the song Calcium Chlorine. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening to KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine. Again, this is Marmar with Orb, and we are Lag Radio.